You're the head of product design. Yes, I'm uh, director of product management for our UX design team at Adobe. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's part of our design and web organization. So until recently, I definitely spent time on products like Dreamweaver. Um, I, in the past, also worked on some of the work we did around the web platform at Adobe. Um, but most recently, I've been working on Project Comet, which is what we announced today in the keynote. Yes, Project Comet. That's me. So talk to me about that. How did somebody come up with the idea to even create this? And why did you call it Project Comet? <laughs> so two questions. So the first, um, why we did it was really looking at a combination of how our customers were using tools today, the Photoshop and Illustrator, um, which obviously are very well used by designers part of the Creative Cloud. Um, but those customers were telling us that they had needs that went beyond the visual design capabilities of those tools, as they needed to also think about the broader aspects of the experience on mobile devices, on tablets, on, on web, and try and capture some of that stuff. Um, and that mirrored also with sort of I think the future opportunity we see around the growth of UX design, whereby really it's this shift from not just thinking about the visuals, it's really thinking about the overall experience. And with that comes you know, the very so fast-paced you know, research, wireframing, prototyping, testing, you know, learning from the tests that you've done, going back and making changes in the, in the design. And um, so that combined also with this explosion, you know, continuous explosion in terms of the number of devices people have to think about. And so we don't see that reducing any point in the near future. And so you know, with the watches and tablets and phones and desktop, um, we see the number of target devices, the number of screens they have to think about just ever increasing. And so as we thought about all of those things together, we were like, you know, we could choose to potentially add some of these capabilities into our existing tools. You know, or maybe the right approach is actually to craft something which is specifically focused on UX design that's built from the ground up, that's super fast, that's already scaled for the hundreds of artboards and, and screens they're going to have to think about for the future. And um, as we, you know, as we do all these projects, we have these ideas. We go out and talk to customers, and we see which ideas resonate, which ones don't. And this is one whereby we had amazing feedback. People wanted this type of tool um, because they saw the need for the future growth, the number of screens they're going to work from, and they also saw and told us about the friction that they have when they're sort of moving between design and prototyping. Um, and so, given that the reason why you're doing a prototype is to sort of like to learn and to address change, if the process itself has friction, it's almost like uh, it's, it's putting you off actually doing the learning and doing the change, right? Because if it's painful to do, you know, don't do so much of it. So we thought if we could really make that process fast, it would actually help people to experiment, to prototype, and to learn, and to iterate on their designs, um, which all helps to basically make a better product, a better sort of experience for the customer. So my understanding is that Project Comet is a two-parter. Yep. That there's there's one component that's a software component, mm -hmm. and the other component I'm not exactly sure. Okay. Where can, can you I'll kind explain. of just yeah. explain what it is and, and what people will yes. expect to do? So Project Comet. Um, so the goal of the project is to think about what designers need for UX design, and think about the end-to-end, -end. and so. At its heart, what we showed today at the Max keynote was a desktop tool um, that comprised focused design tools, vector-based design tools, together with a prototyping mode that allows you to move seamlessly from layout and design into connecting those elements in a flow and an experience. 
And so it's really the combination of those two things within the desktop tool that make Comet unique. Now, sitting around that, we also, you know, as you're working on a prototype or a design, you want to be able to preview what you're, what you're creating. So you get a sense of like, how does it feel um, and look on a device? And so we, Comet will also have a, a mobile application that allows you to preview and experience the design on your device. It'll also allow you to share the, the prototype you've been working on um, through the Creative Cloud so that your client, your developers, people that you're working with can experience that prototype so as to give you that feedback and to give you, um, you know, suggestions for improvements. So it's really the combination of desktop app, mobile companion app, web sharing service, all in the Creative Cloud, powered by Creative Sync. Right, everything's powered by Creative Sync now. There we go. I'm <laughs> that glad was, you got that message. That was, that was the keynote message, right? Oh, totally. <laughs> but that's important because it, it is, it's keeping all these things in sync, right? If you're working in the desktop, you want to know that the mobile preview is exactly replicating what's on the desktop. If you share it with a client, you want to know that the latest assets have gone to the client. So it's really making sure that all those things are in sync mm -hmm. without worrying about like how does it actually happen. So when we say UX design, yep. that's something that's come into the lingua franca mm -hmm. kind of recently. Yep. We used to say interface design. Yep. Is there a difference between UX design and interface design? So I think I'd map interface design to UI design as sort of comparable pieces. Um, and when we see when customers say they do UI design, it's very much around the, the, the placement, the layout, the, the position, the design of individual elements as part of a screen um, or multiple screens. But it's very much focused on sort of that, that visual aspect of, of the experience. When we talk about UX design, um, it's really a lot more that fits around that. It's some of the research aspects that took place before the visuals. It can encompass things like wireframing so as to understand the right sort of flow and conceptual model around the design you're thinking about. Um, definitely leads into thinking about interaction and behaviors and animation and sort of fluidity of the experience. And so it's not just each screen being defined, but actually what happens when you move from one screen to other? What happens when the customer clicks on this thing over here or touches over here? Um, so it really embodies that sort of you know, interaction and part of the experience as well. Um, and then, as I mentioned before, ultimately that all leads to this desire as a UX designer to basically constantly test, evaluate, get feedback on what you're doing. So as to really hone in the design experience to do the job it's designed to do in the best way it can. And so, you know, really optimizing that experience for um, whether it be a consumer or enterprise app on a phone or a tablet, wherever it might be, just making sure that you're gonna get the best result. So that would have been way too complicated to build into something like Dreamweaver, which is a design program that you guys already have. Yeah, so we evaluated a number of different places that we could sort of layer some of these things in. Um, Photoshop and Illustrator were certainly candidates, um, but as I said, both those tools are already incredibly broad in terms of what they offer. They go very deep, you know, Photoshop for bitmap editing, image manipulation and photography, and Illustrator for icon design for vector artwork creation. And really it felt like just layering these things on top would, would be too much. And that's what we heard from our customers. It, it would maybe get lost and um, they, would, they may also not get some of the, the fast sort of iterative pieces they were looking for. In terms of to like Dreamweaver, um, Dreamweaver is very focused on HTML5, you know, CSS, JavaScript, uh, you know, web-based production. Whereas 
what we're thinking about for UX design here really so spans across uh, web as well as native mobile apps as well. And so it doesn't need to, it, tying it to Dreamweaver would have been sort of restrictive in terms of just focusing on web. So it seems like it's more of an engineering function, a web development function than it is a web design function. For Project Comet? Yes. Um, no, I'd, I'd definitely say it's more on the design side. I mean, there's no, there's no coding involved here. That's the key thing. So this is about a designer who is responsible for crafting the experience of either the web or a mobile app, getting as far as they can in crafting that experience to the point that it has tested well with customers, that the client has signed off on it, that the behavior, the experience, the animation, the interaction, all the sort of like nuances that um, are important as you as use a mobile app, how it, how it feels, are sort of embodied in the design. Um, when they get to that point, their job is then to sort of work with someone who's a developer who actually makes you know, the real app on whatever platform that they're targeting. Now, the good thing about what the design has done is the developer now has like a, a blueprint, right? They can look at this prototype and say, ah, it needs to behave like this, it needs to look like this. They can pull from the prototype how the real thing should work. So this is still in development and you expect it to come out when? So we are targeting early 2016. Um, it's not far from which now. It's not far from now. Everything that we showed in the Max keynote was real, right? There was no, it wasn't a demo, there was no smoke and mirrors, it wasn't like, you know, stuck together. Um, it was basically this, this, the build from this week that we have um, showing on stage, the features that we have in place, the performance that we showed, which I think was, you know, came across really well in the keynote. Um, the stability of the product is great. Um, really what we're working on between now and sort of early 2016 is a combination of adding more features, there's more we want to get in there before we release it, and then also um, using our private pre-release program to get feedback from customers and to help us to you know, really just craft you know, that first release of the product that we share more broadly. Right, so basically anybody who wants to participate in this mm -hmm. can try it out, send you suggestions, send you feedback. Yeah, so there's two things. So if people are interested right now, which I hope they are, um, if they go to the website, which was adobe.ly slash Comet, um, they can actually get more information and they can sign up for information about Comet. What we're going to do with that, people who sign up, is um, give them updates on what we're doing and for some of those customers, maybe invite them into the private pre-release program. And so, you know, we'll manage that over the next couple of months, like the number of people we can bring in. But the aim would be to get some more customers helping us as we work on this. And then early in 2016, when it's a public preview, then it's going to be available to everyone. Um, and at that point, we're still absolutely interested in feedback. Like our intention here is to, is to build this in conjunction with the community, the designers who would like to use the tool. And so our, our goal will be in early 2016 to actually have very regular releases, possibly monthly uh, releases of the tool, showing the progress that we're making. Um, we'll have a public roadmap that will explain quarter by quarter where we're intending to go um, so that everyone can hopefully see the direction of the product, can be involved in the product, and can get hands-on and start using it and give us feedback. That sounds great. Thank you so much, Andrew Shorten. My pleasure. Thank you.